The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Friday the 13th of March. In your Squiz today, the United States Coronavirus Containment Plan, updates on the legal cases of George Pell, James Todd and Kathleen Folbig, one year on from the Christchurch mosque attack, and pie for pie day. This is your Squiz today. With the World Health Organization officially confirming COVID-19, or the coronavirus, as a global pandemic, the US kicked its containment strategy into gear, restricting incoming flights from 26 European countries. There's a bit of criticism around about how slow their reaction has been so far, Claire. Of course, US President Donald Trump was having none of the criticism. He says that it's a issue that was sparked off in China and he pointed at Europe very strongly to say that their recent spike in cases means that the US is doing a lot better than Europe. But yeah, that criticism has been based around the fact that the first cases uh, appeared in the US in January, but it's really only been the last 48 hours uh, that the government has really taken action at a very high level. Is that kind of mass border closure something that's likely to happen here? It's not something that's on the cards for us at this point. Analysts have really pointed out that uh, if we were to stop the flow of people in and out of Australia, it would be devastating to our economy. In the meantime, our containment strategies continue. The travel ban for foreign nationals arriving from China, Iran, South Korea and Italy have been extended. It's expected today that the Melbourne Grand Prix will be cancelled. McLaren pulled out after one of their team tested positive. Shooting of Baz Luhrmann's Elvis movie up on the Gold Coast has been shut down after everyone's favourite actor Tom Hanks and his wife tested positive for coronavirus. In other big sporting news, the NBA in America and the Spanish Football League have also being suspended. Next up, Claire, there are a few high-profile legal cases that have had recent developments. Let's run through them quickly. Cardinal George Pell's final appeal against his child abuse conviction wrapped up after two days of hearings. The High Court has reserved its judgment in that case. It could be some months before we hear uh, what their decision is on uh, upholding the challenge to his conviction. And a decision was made in James Todd's appeal. He was found guilty of murdering Melbourne woman Eurydice Dixon in 2018. That conviction was upheld. Yeah, he was given a life sentence in the court says that it believes that there are limited prospects for his rehabilitation, so jail's the right place for him. And there will also be no second judicial inquiry into Catherine Folbig's case. She was found guilty of killing her four children in 2003 and jailed for 25 years. There was a groundswell of support from uh, people who really wanted to have that case looked at again and it was opened up by the New South Wales government. But after a very long and detailed inquiry, it found that she wasn't entitled to more redress, she will stay in jail. There's more on all those stories in the Squiz Today email if you'd like to read more. Over in the Middle East and an attack on a military camp in Iraq has killed two Americans and a British soldier and injured 12 others, Claire. It's been a difficult start to the year in that region, of course. It wasn't that long ago that we were talking about the US uh, strike on Iranian commander Soleimani. Uh, A lot of water has gone under the bridge since then. It seems like a long time ago already, but uh, tensions are still high there and it's thought that Iran-backed factions in Iraq carried out that attack on that base to target those American and British forces. 
Speaking of Iraq, American Chelsea Manning has been hospitalised after attempting to take her own life. She's the former US soldier jailed for refusing to testify about sending classified documents about the Iraq war to WikiLeaks in 2010. Sunday marks the first anniversary of the Christchurch mosque shootings in New Zealand, Clare. 51 people were killed and many more were injured. New Zealand implemented some sweeping gun reforms pretty much immediately after the attack. Where are they at now? So those laws around banning uh, semi-automatic firearms, magazines, uh, passed pretty much straight after that attack, but there's other reforms that have been stalled. That's because the National Party in New Zealand, as well as many on Jacinda Ardern's own side, just won't push it forward. So that's been stalled. Also interesting uh, when digging around these things to read that right-wing extremism is on the rise, not just in New Zealand, but around the world. And of course, those sorts of issues and uh, issues with social media platforms that are under pressure to do more to weed out extremist content are still very relevant conversations a year on. A study from the University of Glasgow has found that cycling to work through peak hour traffic is the most dangerous commute of all. In fact, your risk of ending up in hospital is 45% higher than if you drove or caught public transport. And look, I don't think it's any great surprise, is it, that when it comes (laughs) to actually getting about, if you were to pick an option uh, of what was more dangerous than the others, um, yeah, certainly being on a bike. Cycling would be up there. Yeah, with buses and cars and everyone with no patience and in a rush, uh, you're probably a bit more exposed to injury than if you were just Mm -hmm. walking down the pathway. But uh, the health benefits, this study says, which includes things like a lower risk of cancer and cardiovascular disease, are certainly uh, really good outcomes from cycling. But look, the safest way to get to work is walking, which is not a bad option either for your health. All these days working, working from home. Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. It's Friday, so that means we've got Friday Lights. You've included a link to the top 25 sneakers curated by The Cut. We're big fans of sneakers at Squiz HQ. Yeah, and big fans of The Cut too. They have um, some really good galleries and they put together options on these sorts of things. I like how they do sort of basics, but, you know, all sorts of options that you would never have found yourself. So, yeah, if you need some sneakers, I I don't imagine putting high heels on anytime (laughs) soon. So, (laughs) They're definitely um, worth a look. It's awesome. And you've also included a recipe for chicken pot pie that has my name all over it. (laughs) So tomorrow is pie day, which of course goes to the numbers of 14 and and 3 being the 14th day of March. Uh, um, It's got something to do with maths, apparently, they say. I thought you were going to reel out. I thought you were going to start naming (laughs) pie to the extent. (laughs) Do you know me? (laughs) 3.14 something? (laughs) Yeah, this is not going to happen. But uh, more importantly, Pie Day uh, also gets pie bakers out and about. And um, one recipe I quite like and make, uh, which I'll dust off this weekend, is a chicken pot pie recipe. So it's in there. If you're not into making pastry and want to go for a fairly low fuss sort of pie option, it's a really good one. It looks delicious. Links to all of these are, of course, in the Squiz Today email if you want to give that Pot pie a crack for yourself or get shopping for some sneakers. What have you got for us as a song lyric today, Claire? Send us into the weekend.
Well, once you start talking about pies, it's very hard to move on from there. So <laughs> bye-bye Miss American Pie. Mm-hmm. Can't believe we haven't had that one before, but there Classic. you go. Classic. What a good one to head into the weekend with. <laughs> That's all from us today. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. If you're looking for more podcasts to listen to over the weekend, check out our Squiz Shortcuts series. They're 10-minute podcast episodes that give a bit of background and context to things that are in the news that might need a little bit of extra explaining so the u.s elections we've got one on coronavirus we've got one on the u.s and iran uh plenty to choose from and also if your parents check out squiz kids that's our news podcast for kids eight to twelve year olds it gives them a wrap of the day's headlines in a kid friendly way definitely worth checking out i'll put links to both of those in the episode notes have a great weekend the squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. AU.